You tuned in with everybody's favorite, Alexa Sarian and Keith Lolo on Concrete Rose, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Concrete Rose, the podcast with everybody's favorite, Alexa Sarian and Keith Lolo. What's up, Lex? Let me tell you, I sound crazy. I feel crazy. I'm tired as heck. You've been outside? Bro, I've been outside. My Janum just left this morning. Jazz still here. I am tired. Uh, I'm definitely tired. I'm going to be chilling this week until it's time for me to come home. What time are you going to be at tonight? Bro, I'm still outside. I got a dinner oh. reservation tonight. Hilarious. I know that's right. It's for the um, infused place. So infused what's that it's infused. Is it like infused with like yeah oh wow tell me more tell me more tell us yeah. more yeah 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 no so I just went to um you know it was on Instagram see somebody post but it's this uh cannabis infused restaurant um oh. Jazz was asking about it um but I didn't know what it was and I never looked it up but it came across my thing today to the, to my other friends they was like we going today? I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So after I get done recording, I'm gonna throw something on and, and head out to there. Um, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be inside after that. Well, for the next couple of days, a little bit. And then you come home on what day? I come home Friday. Oh, you can, what? You come home on Friday, girl? Yes. <laughs> I know that's right, cause I still ain't found underwear. Um, I don't like my dress, so. Really? It looks cheap. Oh, okay. I was about to order it on Saturday, and I was like, you know what? It's not going to get here in time. So why am I going to set myself up for failure? I was supposed to leave that dress here. I packed it. It's in a car on the way to Cincinnati. You was going to send it back? No. I just wanted to have it with me on my person. Because I know, you know, I got a hair appointment. I don't want to have to go pick my dress up right. from nowhere. I mean, because it's what I'm wearing, but whatever. Water under the bridge. We, I'm rolling because we really having a whole conversation. We need we, we need to talk about this afterwards because I need to know some logistics. But right. yeah, I, I was just about to ask you about that. But logistically, we'll talk about that. Alexis, how are you? I'm doing well. I was cooking dinner. Um, and then I was like, I was kind of racing against time. I still ain't finished, but cooking dinner, um, aside from whatever I got going on in my eye, I had a very good meeting this morning. I'm excited to start off August um, with some new opportunities. Actually, this week with some new opportunities. I'm just going to go ahead and claim that. Um, man, 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 man. Yes. You just, you just finished up uh, Black Tech Week? Yes, yes. Bro, it looks so lit. They had so many great speakers. Man, what? It was crazy. I was just down there literally just head spinning. Like, what? It was just, it was really nice. Like you said, so many great speakers. I sat in on, um, like, Hill Harper, okay. uh, the owner of an agency called The Collective. Um, they had a, a creative panel. Um the opening ceremony 
uh, sat in on that. And then I actually had to leave when uh, the mayor and Serena came. I left like oh, 10 okay. minutes before them because I had to go get my hair done. And I wasn't <laughs> missing that. <laughs> I wasn't missing that. But then I went back and they was cool. They was like, girl, go get your hair done. It was like so cool because to see black women in that element, like they're like, girl, go get your hair done, come back, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like, <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was super nice. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for next year and see. What kind of connections did you make? I know you were networking like crazy. Yeah, I met some, so I was work, working under uh, a PR agency and I met somebody who does tech PR and we exchanged contacts. She's actually in New York, so I can't wait. I sent her a uh, culture con. I'm like, oh, I'm coming okay. to New York. Like, and she like, no, nah, we definitely gonna link when you come to New York. Um, met a lady out of Baltimore and out of Detroit. Like, okay. so they literally everywhere came together uh to do this black woman it was nice yeah was this the first one no so it had previously I believe been in Miami and then the company who acquired black tech week um is a non-profit out of Cincinnati she's not from Cincinnati I think she's from Toledo but she's been in Cincinnati she went to UC um she's been in Cincinnati like she's lived here and her company acquired Black Tech Week and bring it to Cincinnati. So I think it should be here like next uh next year and the year's over. Oh, the best part, the best part was some Aggies was in the building. I'm Where like, they? Yes, it was lit. I said, oh, I know that. And then they like, oh, it's not. It was like, it was lit. It was lit. Cause I was like, oh, that's lit. Lit. Is- I don't even know. It was just lit. lit AF. <laughs> You don't even yeah. know I'll be seeing people up here with their Aggie stuff on. I just be want to be like, can I get an Aggie pride? They'll be like, girl, you did not go there. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's do, you, do you be like randomly approaching people in New York? Like, do you speak to people? Sometimes. Um, New Yorkers aren't friendly, though. So, um, you know, it's so fast paced. Everybody's just trying to get to where they're going. Yeah. Um, but I definitely will have like random conversations. Um, so, you know, I just did, or I was helping out with Good Vibes in the Park yesterday, um, which is like this first event that I went to um, when I first got up here and I made so many connections. I went by myself. I'm sitting on a blanket by myself. They're like, come on over, come. And I like met the person um, whose idea was who throws it and stuff. And so he then recruited me to help with that, um, these last two. And so it was so it was so cute because it was this girl sitting by herself, um, reading her little book, looking just like I was looking last year, right? And so I'm like, I went over there and I spoke because I was like engaging with the people who came and like telling them to do stuff or whatever. So I went and spoke to her and it just felt really good because one, it wasn't me being the new person, but I'm like, I got my friends up there, my family on their way, like grab your blanket yeah. and go sit with them and like- yeah. She was young. She's like, I just moved up here like two weeks ago. She came by herself. I was like, I'm making cry. Girl, go sit over there with um Naya and Chloe. And she went over there. She went out with us everything last night. It was so, but like built in that community up here. Like, I think I say this every daggone episode, but like this summer has really allowed me to love New York for what it is. Cause when you came in January, I was ready to come home with you. Now I'm like, <laughs> I got yeah. my foot in. So it just felt good not to be that person 
um, that was by themselves, but then also could bring that community in and be that person. So I will start to have conversations with random people. People do like to talk. Um, it just all depends. But if I do see somebody like in some Cincinnati or even a and I'd be, they'd be like, oh, was it? I, or if anybody say anything about North Carolina, you know, I'm always like, what part? And they'd be like, oh, you wouldn't know. I was just talking to somebody. It's like, um, Greensboro. I was like, oh, my cousin went to a and I know. Okay. I know where Greensboro at. Because people be acting like people <laughs> don't know where Greensboro at. Like, I Period. Or I any love, part of North Carolina. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. It's that's awesome. I can't wait for you to come home because we're gonna have a ball. Yeah. I ain't been doing nothing. I just hope that I don't have to wear these glasses. And <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all cannot see her right now, but this girl got on these stunner shades. Rainbow glasses. That's funny. Like I don't know what's going on with my eyes. So I make another doctor's appointment. She can be like, "What the heck?" But I will fix me. Um, but no, so I asked that because it kind of wanted to tie that into the topic of today, oh. which is like soft girl era, right? Um, and I feel like, I don't know, do you have to be like a soft girl to go ahead and introduce yourself first? I don't think this was anything that was in your notes, but as far as like there, I've been seeing on Twitter lately about like people speaking first and stuff like mm. I think before we even have that conversation, we got to, I think this is just one of those new things of like, what is this soft girl era, right? What does that entail? And I think being a soft girl is just extending that love and it, yeah, it's extending love to other people without anything in return, just because like, I don't have to be like being a mean girl. You can't be a mean girl and be in a soft girl era. Like, that's not right. going to work. And so if that's speaking first, if it's just extending a smile, if it's just like, because that's something I will do. I'm always smiling at somebody, uh, whether you smile back or not. And then at, I gauge whether or not to speak or something of that nature. But, you know, this whole speaking first, like if you feel like you have to be spoken to to speak, you're not in your soft girl era. <laughs> that's not even possible. Like, oh, I know that's right. I know who are you? Right. Like, who are you that you have to be spoken to, to speak? <laughs> who, who are you? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like that whole thing. And I feel like I can kind of like, I, I feel like a lot of people are like that. And I can sense when it's like that. Like, I know you, I don't know, like it's a game or something. And I will play too, because I know you've seen me already. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to play that game. But if you want to play that game, we can play that game. Because like you said, who are you? But it's not really, yeah, I don't really think I have too many people in my in my life like that. Like, I'm very open, and I speak to a lot of people. Like, um, even in college, I would just walk around campus just speaking to people, and they're like, you know them? I'm like, nope. But, like, <laughs> I <laughs> like, do now. I, yeah, or, like, I could be the only person that has told them in a month, have a good day, or something like that. Like, yeah. you just, you never know. Yeah, I don't speak to people in my building. <laughs> that was something I had talked about because it was a lot of Black people in my building. So I don't speak to them, but like now I'm thinking, I I am intentional when I do see like certain people. Like if I've seen you a couple of times, I'm definitely going to start to speak to you. So if you're always in my building, you you work in um, or whatever, like I'm going to speak and things of that nature. Um, 
I think when I was seeing all those black people in my building, I was just taken aback because I'm like, where y'all come from? Where y'all where right. y'all been at? Who, who are y'all? And y'all somewhat like you have to you're affiliated with Columbia in some way. So it's like let me let me be nosy first. But um, yeah, if I the only time I don't speak is like if I like I'll smile at you and if you don't like kind of acknowledge. But if I think I know you, I'm going to speak. Like, not even I know you. If I've seen you too many times, I'm going to speak. And people be looking at me. I'm like, hey, how are you? And then, I mean, yeah. it it could be just that simple. But it's never no thing where it's like, oh, you have to speak to me. <laughs> no, yeah. hey, how are you? And and if you give me a weird vibe, then I won't speak to you again. But speak. Yeah. And I, I think when we talk about, like, soft girl era, because this is what this episode is supposed to be about. Right. Um, it it's the total opposite of the strong black woman, but it's so much strength within being taken back that and saying that I'm gonna be in my soft girl era, um, which is what I enjoy about it. Like black women have to be so strong for so many people, for themselves, for others. Like we are the backbone of this nation, yeah. right? And so like taking that and reclaiming that and saying that I don't have to be a strong black woman like don't don't associate that term with me like nope I'm weak <laughs> it's pretty strong to be weak right like yeah. there's strength in crying there's strength in emotions there's strength in being vulnerable but because we've been told that we have to support everybody we don't get that space to do those things and it'd be okay like white women can cry all the time <laughs> like you have you have white tears but let black women cry or something, then they're looked at as weak or like they're emotional or unstable. And it's like, no, we can cry. We can be vulnerable. We can be soft. We can soften around our edges. We don't have to be hard and tough and strong all the time. No. And I'm okay with that. Right. So I, when you say you're okay with that, it's like, I think I'm okay with that now because I think it came out of nowhere, honestly. When I, I talked about in a previous episode about me having feelings now and mm -hmm. I'm like bro what the heck so <laughs> it's like that comes with it like it is okay to cry it's okay to have feelings it's okay to let people know that you have feelings um they also go with understanding your boundaries um like no because that made me feel a certain type of way and it don't even have to be a because honestly but because it made me feel a certain type of way. That's just a boundary, like period. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> why? <laughs> that's going to be another episode, disclaimer. Yeah, um, and it's going to be, we're going to title that no, period. Like no is a complete sentence. I know that. And I don't even have to explain no to you. That's why I laughed. I was thinking about the time when somebody asked me something. I was like, no. And they told me why. And I was like, because I said no. So. And say it gracefully, like being yourself, girl, Eric, say it gracefully. No, I can say it with a smile. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. That's mm. so funny. You said time out so you could get drunk. Are you serious? <laughs> what? Yeah, I see your <laughs> cup over there, and I was like, let's get some wine before you go. I know this, right? I go to, that is my best friend last night in New York. Not that I'm not going to see her on Friday, but still. I know that, right? I got to be lit. Um, but yeah, so. Like, we're definitely going to do a boundaries thing because um, setting boundaries and holding grudges are those two different things. I can't, ooh, let me write that down in my notes. 
setting boundaries and holding grudges are two different things. Absolutely. Because am I setting a boundary right now or am I holding a grudge? I don't know. But that's why I can't talk about it right now because I'm still unpacking it. Mm -hmm. um but yeah so this soft girl era so like when i was talking about like being strong being like being strong all the time is not healthy <laughs> like you need to rest it's tiring yeah yeah i remember i told like my friends i'm like this i'm not the strong friend this season like mm -mm, this day i'm i mean not even this season no more <laughs> like yeah. no more because it yeah, stuff just get heavy and you think that you have to be a certain way so to make everybody else feel comfortable and it's just no. Because at the end of the day, it's you also using that to escape whatever you really gotta deal with too. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had to realize as well. Like that codependency is like you wanna fix everything for everybody so you don't gotta fix yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and and that's toxic. Yeah. Or or even just being busy all the time as a coping skill, right? So that you don't have to fix yourself. Always got something to do. Always got something to do. I was, like, why why am I outside all the time right now? Cause I don't want to do my work. Let me just say <laughs> that. I don't want to write. Like, and so if I ain't got no time to write, because I'm always outside, it ain't gonna get done. But like, girl, do your work, right? Like, get some discipline, figure this out. Um, stop running away from everything. Um, and I think that's just something like, yeah, like I, that may not be like, check on your strong friends, check on your strong friend. Like, no, like I'm not going to be the strong friend. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one that holds this family together. I'm not going oh to be the goodness. one. <laughs> I'm not going to be the one to check in on people. It's okay. I don't hate y'all. I don't, I don't dislike y'all. It ain't no beef, but yeah, yeah let's not. Yeah. Let that Definitely. not definitely felt that and it is it's really I really like vividly remember when I was like okay boom I'm no longer trying to be the one that holds stuff together whether it was friend uh friendships like in a friend group or my family because it's like like that gets tiresome like that gets so freaking tiresome especially when you're not being poured back into um mm -hmm. oh yeah <laughs> and somebody asked me like how do you refill and I'm like oh I don't know I have no idea like I don't know <laughs> but I, I really had to sit down and think about it like because can't pour from an empty cup right and so they does and just being in the capitalistic America, like there's no thing as rest. Like everything is grind. Like I just want to grind, 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 grind. My twenties are for grinding. Like, no, like, yeah, I'm gonna get some stuff done, but like grinding is work. That is tiring. Like, are y'all not tired? Yeah. Like you gotta be tired. And rest is a soft girl arrow. I associate rest. I associate peace. And I associate love when I think of a soft girl era. In a soft girl era, you have to show people love. This sounds like a key takeaway. It's too early. <laughs> uh, I was about to start writing it down. I know, but this sounds like a key <laughs> takeaway. It's too early for that. But no, 
but love like you have to give love like there's so much hate there's so much craziness going on somebody sent me an article and it was like 11 shootings within the five boroughs within like 24 hours every borough in new york there was a shooting and i'm like we need just more love and like i'm on i'm 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 about to call diddy like we just need love because like where is where are you at mr love because there's just so much hatred so much just negativity just so much stuff going on like extend love what what does what does it cost you Mm -hmm. what does it cost you to be nice to be to speak to acknowledge somebody right um you know something that I, i had to learn is like even now like i don't work with um people who are homeless and so i've never really that's just never really been my thing but like just even acknowledging them there's so many homeless people in New York, but even acknowledging them, because why am I going to act like you invisible and like I didn't hear you? I can at least say, no, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to acknowledge you as a person. Like, it's just simple things like that. Like, acknowledgement, right? Um, peace. What does peace mean? Calmness, right? Being calm, not always in a constant battle. That's what peace is for me. Quality. Yes, that tranquility, like not being in a constant battle, not constantly working, not constantly grinding, not constantly being strong. It's just peace. Me doing what I want to do at that moment, in that moment, and being content with my decisions. That's peace for me. That's me being in my sophomore era. Me accepting all of my choices, <laughs> That that's peace. I made this choice. I stand on this choice, and I'm okay with this choice. That's peace to me. And then... um. What else did I say? Peace, love, and rest. Rest, 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 rest. Like, everybody left today, and I'm like, I had to clean up. I had to clean my house because it was a hot mess. Let me tell you, we was in here like, <laughs> it was so fun, though. Um, But I'm like, okay. But go ahead and just go ahead and lay down. Like, you don't have to always be doing something. Yeah. I'm always on the go, but, like, just resting. Like, take a nap. Like, and people are just like, oh, I'm not being productive. I'm not being productive. I can't nap. I can't rest. I can't do this. Like millionaires wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to sleep till 10. Why do I get right. up? Why do I, 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 if I don't have a meeting, I can sleep till 10. And I'll get up and start my day when I feel like it, but I'm not about to rush against this clock. No, I'm resting. I'm okay with that. So <laughs> yeah. How would you define yourself? Like what, what, what parts do you need for a soft girl era? What parts do I need for a South Girl era? I don't know necessarily, but I know when I felt myself like in my South Girl era um, was when I'm happy and, you know, no stress, no stress. Um, You know, the dating world, right? (laughs) (laughs) Clowns. Um, no, but being able to like date somebody who is really a friend, okay. um, and having a relation or a friendship, it's like you can really just be friends, and I think that allows like the soft girl to come out. Like it's no standards. Like I don't know, it's just no standards really. It's just like everything just free flow and like tranquility. I wouldn't assert it to like 
self-care, like rest and, and things like that. Um, um, me is when I can like actually like spread love. Like you were saying um, mm -hmm. about the love thing, like spreading love because we was talking about, I don't know, what are we talking about? Yeah, growing up on uh, love versus survival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like for a long time, you have to be like this strong black woman because that's what you were um tall and that's what you saw and mm -hmm. it's like but you don't really have to there are relationships where you can let your guard down and and allow that free-flowing love <laughs> um I just dropped my phone and I can see but that that's not what I like that soft girl hair is not what I consider um really any self-care right because although I'm resting and I'm at peace right? That allows me to be a, a better person um, to others. Because when I'm stressed out, when I'm, when I'm tired, when I'm hungry, when I'm hangry, all of that, like, I'm not being a soft girl to other people. This is how I'm presenting in the world. I don't have to present always on the defense, right? That's what that rest comes in. Because it's a constant fight and a constant battle. So and are I'm, you a mean girl? No, I'm not a mean girl. Oh, <laughs> I was just asking. Because like, I don't, I don't know. Something you just said just <laughs> you wanna like, that. but like a constant battle with society, with the world. Like, I like for me, I feel like being a black woman. I'm always on the defense, always. Like, I'm always prepared to defend who I am and how I show up in the world, and not trying to be the angry black woman, or not trying to like express my needs, express my boundaries, express my wants and not offended somebody or not um, or not be coming off as a mean girl just because I told you no, or just because I don't agree with your beliefs or your thoughts or what you're doing or I, like, and I feel like that's always a constant battle. And so in my soccer, or I, don't, I don't have to feel the need to, to soften that. Like, I don't have to, like, I'm showing up as me, as who I want to be. And I'm okay with that. That's back to those choices. I'm okay with showing up with who I am. I'm okay with not agreeing with you and not having to, to defend myself on why I don't agree with you. Like, this is what I said, period. And that's the end of the day. Like, okay, no, we're going to do this and I'm okay with that decision. Okay. Like, and, I, and I'm not talking about like not having a compromise and things of that nature, but I'm just saying like, this is my choice. I decided to do this and this is what I'm going to do. Like, if I want to buy me another pair of shoes, okay. <laughs> if I want to buy me a new bag, okay. If I want to be with this person, okay. If I don't want to be with you, okay. Like, I get to make these choices. And that's, I think that's really what that soft girl area is for me. It's those choices that I get to make and being okay with my choices. Excuse me. So is the, is the soft girl error, is that like internal or is it an external thing? both both that's how I feel about myself internally and when I am in this soft girl area I can give that off to other people I can give grace to people that I would have probably cussed out <laughs> like or I can give I keep looking at myself in your glasses this is hilarious I'm rolling too <laughs> but um like it's internal and external. It's how I show up in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
agree. I agree. I mean, but like I said, I just don't feel like society allows us to be soft. <laughs> oh, I thought she was gonna say something about no. No, I just, no, I, just I was. <laughs> I was about to say something, then I had looked at the clock and I was like, <laughs> and I got snapshot. Yeah, we expect it to be the strong black woman. And I was watching something on Instagram that Michael sent me and it was like a lady trying to explain this to two white women it's like when you say something to me just because I say something back tell me you get the crap <laughs> like why how did you become the victim when right. you said it to like it's like you the aggressor and you trying to flip it yeah it was it was I have to find a, a video he probably sent it to you too but probably I think so but even in that situation right you you gonna cry okay whatever and I'm I'm still okay with what I did or what I said, said or how I said, I said what it. I said yeah mm -hmm. and, and that's okay because whatever I said was meant to be said yeah and and I think that the software era is the intention behind it like where did it mm -hmm. come from like because you can say like knowing me be malicious about something like just for the heck of saying no mm -hmm. but it's just really like no and that's just what the answer is it's just no like <laughs> there's nothing no strings attached <laughs> no strings attached and I think that's funny that I'm saying that because I remember my therapist told me that uh <laughs> for me it's either black or it's white there's no gray area. And I was like, you ain't I know. got no gray area? That needs to be an episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no gray area. She was like, but there is. Like, in life, there's a lot of gray area. Oh, like, bro, good. girl, bye. <laughs> girl, bye. But no, I totally agree. I agree. That's so funny because I've been talking to a lot of people, not even talking to a lot of people, so. One of my really good friends, um, he does a lot of black and white thinking and he's trying to move into the gray. And I was telling him about a situation. I'm sorry. I was telling him about a situation. And for me, I was thinking so black and white. Like, I was like, yep, I'm not going to do it. I mean, either I do it or I don't do it. And he was like, but you can do it and do it this way. And I was like, bro, I'd never even thought about that in that sense. And I was it was a growing point for him. And I was so excited for him. I'm like, look at you looking at the gray area. Like, okay, I see you. Uh, Cause I was not thinking about that. Um, but I've been having that conversation a lot about like just being black and white and gray. Um, so we definitely need to have an episode about that. Um, I was thinking of something else that my therapist told me. And when I was talking about like being strong and, and holding the family together and they was like, because that was a big issue about me moving. I'm like, I can't leave. Like, my mama need me. My sister, like, what Like what the heck they going to do if I'm gone? And right. she's like, they'll figure it out. They will figure it out. Um, no, I, and I, I think my boss told me that, too. My boss, because he knew how hard that was. And, and he was like, they will figure it out. Like, you have to go. You have to do what you need to do for you. And I think that was the start of my sophomore era. Like, me moving to New York is a part of that. It's a part of that choice. It's a part of giving that love. It's a part of that rest. Although I am on the ground, I am in New York, but it is like, it's that peace where I'm not always constantly running or trying to be strong or holding stuff together. Cause it's like, what I'm gonna do from here? 
I can't help y'all. Like, I can't come to the rescue now, like, from up here. And, like, so I'm coming home this week. And I'm staying for a week. And my mama got surgery, like, on the 19th or something. And I was like, Dad, I should extend my time. And I was like, no. One of your sisters can take her to her, her appointment. Like, like, what was they going to do if I was in school or if I didn't have the time? I'm like, nah, let me let me relinquish that from myself. Right. I don't want to do all of this all the time. So I think that was really a good part. So I also think what's associated with South Girl era is luxury and whatever, and whatever luxury means for you. Yeah, because my, I don't keep talking about my damn therapist, like I've got a problem, <laughs> but she's like, when is the last time you went on a trip? And I'm like, uh, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. Shoot and your birthday, I feel like. That was like your last good trip, I feel like. Like without probably. obligation, like. Yeah. Like it wasn't. I mean, you came up here, but it was, you know, it was quick turnaround. I feel like you could enjoy your birthday yeah. last year. Yeah, it was definitely. Oh, my birthday's coming up again. We shall see. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, I'm like a trip. Like getting back to. So yeah, I agree. So like getting back into everything that I stopped doing and had to redesign my whole lifestyle like quitting my job and all of that mm -hmm. like definitely got to get back to Lex and and what Lex like to do because Lex did whatever F Lex wanted to do okay mm -hmm. yeah and I think that, that that's the luxury of it right being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it that is a soft that like that's it like okay I want to do this so let's do this I want to book yeah. this trip. Let's book this trip. I want to lay around. Let's lay around. I, I want to give away a laptop. Let's, let's give, give it away. You didn't even know <laughs> service was next for me, right? Like, if I want to serve and do it and help my community in this way, like, right. this, this is it. And so I think when it comes to that, um, Black women just aren't allowed to have lux luxurious lifestyles because then people people in society just I don't know they just don't allow us to have luxury stuff they always try to attribute it to something or attach it to something oh she only do it did that because it's or she, because of him or yeah like, he did that he bought her that I was like yeah no. but you but you do did this but you it's like let people live like the um thousand dollar Okay, are you paying a thousand dollars for a picture with Usher? Um, I would. That's why I'm like people so could, mad. If, if I was in a financial space to pay a thousand dollars to see, like, to take a picture with him, I would. Like people so mad about that, and I'm like, you gonna die with no life experiences, <laughs> just Hennessy on your breath, because. <laughs> Like people think like that. It's just like, why are you so mad that somebody decided to pay a thousand dollars? Like that a thousand dollars, every a thousand dollars not the same to everybody, first of all. Let's start that's, there. Yeah. And, and all that PPP loans y'all did anyway, you should still you just because you don't have a thousand dollars no more, you should have saved it. 
Yeah, you should have <laughs> saved it to meet Chris Brown. <laughs> you said you just went to that concert? Yeah. How was it? Uh, it was cool. Um, You definitely have to listen to the new album. Because, I mean, of course, you're on tour for this new album. Um, And I've listened to it, but I haven't, like, learned all the songs. So he I love the had. album. I he listen to it, like, three times a day. Really? Bro, why on repeat? Like, just on repeat. It can just keep playing. You're talking about Chris Brown album, right? Yeah, it sounds like yes. a big song. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I can listen to it, because the transitions... I like transitions like that, though, where yeah, I don't yeah. know the song stopped. I love that. Love it. I agree. It's definitely an album that I will walk around the city in or, like, listen to on a train and things of that nature. Um, but the concert was cool. I've seen Lil Baby a, a billion times within this last year, so his set was the same. I'm ready for him to drop some new music. Man! And then Chris, Chris was amazing. Um, spoiler alert: If you ain't been to the concert before this episode, <laughs> that nigga came from the ceiling. He opened from the ceiling like this. He <laughs> on, on some coke. Nah, but bro, I and listen, I, we supposed to be talking about soft girl era, but me going to concerts is a soft girl era thing for me. Like, cause I love concerts. Like, I'm going. That's luxury. Like. It might not be luxury for you, but that's luxury for me. Like, I want good seats. They ain't mm-hmm. got to be store seats, but they definitely need to be good seats. I'm not buying the cheapest ticket. Um, and I'm going, I'm like, I'm I'm having a good time. Um, but I was sitting in that concert and I was just sitting up there amazed, like, bro, he is just as great as Michael Jackson. Um, not better, but he he's he's great. Like, he's a great performer. Like, I've seen Chris in concert multiple times. And I'm like, he is a great performer. And I'm like, what sets him apart from Usher? Because you know I'm going to see Usher in October. And I'm like, you know, Mike and Chris was on drugs. So that might be it. I don't know. But it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Um, So with the soft girl era, before uh, we end up wrapping it up, how does you talked about like being in a relationship and building this friendship first, but how does a soft girl error translate in a relationship or how do men see that? Like, is that a a pro or a con of like while being in a relationship, the soft girl era or like can men accept women? Do you think men can accept women when they're in their soft girl era or like, I don't know, I was thinking about that. I think that people need to date who they like and who like them back. I think that's one of the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> who, are people, who are people dating, Lex? Girl, I don't know because people be saying some crazy stuff and I just be like, you wouldn't do that. Like, that's really oh. how you think. Like, you would say that to somebody that you dating? But like, that man that was like, she's not the prettiest or the most educated. Like, what? Or what was something like, oh, people was talking about like, if he pay all the bills and he hungry at three o'clock in the morning and my girl lit up and stuff, stuff, like people really be going in about stuff. And I'm just like, just date who you like and date who like you back because half of these scenarios never gonna happen if you just do that, that one thing. Like, what do y'all be talking about? They be pulling shit out the ass. <laughs> but um, I think that, I think that men can accept that, especially from somebody who 
they don't expect it from. Mm -hmm. I think like, so, so like say for me, for instance, like some people, I shouldn't use me as an example, but people know what to say to me and I and what not to say to me. People know how to approach me and how not to approach me. So it's like, if so, if a man look at you and like, oh, this this is a solid woman who she don't she ain't going for bull crap. Being able to relieve some of that to make make her less want to be like that. I don't know. I can't explain it, but do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But I think yeah, I think men can accept it. And once the right person makes you want to oh submit, you know they love that word submit. Like oh we're gonna oh, oh on that episode I keep talking about we're gonna talk about submission because. Submission is not me doing everything you want me to do. That's not submission to me. It's not. It's not. It's it's not at all. And it's it's partially like doing things that I want to do. It's it's a it has a lot to do with that and put me in that soft girl era to make me want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. But yeah, I don't know. But I'm not no soft girl. So <laughs> you ain't a soft girl. <laughs> No, I'm not a tough girl, so I don't got nothing to say. Huh? Um, I haven't I full disclosure, Concrete Rose the podcast. I didn't even know this, but I was in like a whole relationship when I first got to New York. I'm not anymore. Hence why I've been outside. Um and I think I just gotta we have to do an episode, not the episode that I want to do, but we need to do an episode just talking about like our relationship status and like just our, our dating horror stories, honestly, because I don't think people really understand. Like I've had people I've talked to, I've had people consistently in my life. Um, I I really don't consider my my last relationship, I consider the, is the one in college, even though I've had, well, I guess the one that I was just in up here, but he he don't count either. These niggas don't be counting. Like um, what? <laughs> like what? But um, my last real relationship is the one from college. And so I, but I was really trying to be this soft girl. I was really trying something different. And Jazz told me all the time, like, girl, you only with him because you was vulnerable. You was up here by yourself lonely. That was the only reason why you was with him. And I definitely see that. Um, but even then, and dating him and doing all of that, it, it allowed me to know what I, as an adult, as a grown person, as somebody who what who's not in college and who needs to learn how to communicate, do these things. It really taught me to stand on what you mean, right? So if I say I want this and I need this in a partner, standing on that and being okay with that. And when it doesn't happen, just let them go and not trying to hold on to something that you don't, that that's not what you want. And I think that's really where it comes with this soft girl era. It's like, as women, we have to demand more. It's not simple as somebody pay my bills. Like, I don't, I don't need you to pay my bills. Like, I've learned, I, I'm an independent Black woman, right? I'm a strong Black woman, I'm an independent Black woman. I can do those things for myself. My soft girl era, like, that's, a, that's okay, that's great. But my soft girl era isn't you paying my bills. My soft girl era is me being comfortable around you, me being vulnerable around right. you. Me being, me sharing with you things that I wouldn't share with anybody else. Like, 
that that partnership and that peace and demanding that from them, like from our partners, demanding them being emotionally vulnerable as well, right? Demanding that this isn't just a one-sided thing or demanding a whole lot more and sticking to that. And that's me in my life. Like I need to be able to demand a lot more and stand on whatever I'm demanding because I deserve it. Why wouldn't I? Yes, yes. And be, yes, yes. Be able to communicate that effectively because I was in a situation where, okay, I thought like, it'd be like, you you see the meme where it's like, you thought you changed until something <laughs> happened and then up, uh, yeah, that means. So it was like, I thought I changed and something happened. And then I was back communicating how I did not want to communicate um, in that toxic way of communicating. Mm-hmm. Whereas the person receiving it is like, whoa, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what, did, what did I ask you the other? I asked you a couple weeks ago, like, you talked to so-and-so and I was like, I mean, did y'all talk or did you just cuss him out? (laughs) (laughs) And like, in that self-awareness and being like, okay, no, this is not where I want my energy. Like my energy, mm -mm, I like to Protect that energy. Yeah, yeah. And then when you said about them being able to tell, like, this is not just one-sided. You got to be able to communicate too. Mm. And I think that helps with like, when you're talking about in a relationship with with your soft girl Erin and all that, it's like, wait, you trust me enough? Like, if a man gonna tell you how he feel, like he trusts, he trusts you because men ain't gonna tell you nothing. <laughs> like they, yeah. So that's why the last one ain't work. I think. <laughs> I think. Well, we gonna talk about that. Yeah, we gonna talk about this in a whole nother episode. We gonna our relationship status, whatever, because <laughs> it's yeah. There has been definitely a lot of growth, like dating just from when when we started the podcast like yes and and if if you don't deal with your childhood trauma it's gonna come out of your relationship and you better address it because when whatever come around you think you won't like if you wouldn't address it it's still there and god gonna test you he, he definitely is so mm-hmm. that's gonna be a whole episode that's gonna be a whole episode that's our favorite thing to say. That's going to be a whole episode. A whole other episode. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, we can have multiple episodes about everything. Um, but I, I I do want to to wrap up because we're, we're nearing that that time and I got my reservations. You know, usually I'd be drunk coming from brunch on a Sunday, so we got to push it back. But now I'm trying to leave early so I can go and and eat some cannabis-infused food. That's part of my soft girl era. What? Just doing what you want to do? Bro, yes. And that includes smoking weed or doing what (laughs) I want to do. Like, if y'all knew me in college or if you, like, I did not smoke in college, y'all. I did not smoke until I was, like, 22. And I wasn't even doing that. Like there was not like, but now Did you oh, I can't wait to, I can't wait. But now let me tell you. Anywho, but that's a part of it. But um I don't I mean, are you ready for Keith's takeaway? Do you have something else? Because I could definitely do a Keith's takeaway. 
Now go ahead, do the key takeaways. Do the key takeaways. So I, for key takeaways, soft girl era, we all deserve to be in that era. It does not have to be once we're married. It does not have to be once we're 40. It does not have, like, you can be in your soft girl era in, in your 20s. Sorry. You could be in your soft girl era in your 20s. You could be your soft girl era as a corporate bay, as an entrepreneurial bay, as a damn unemployed bay if you want to. I don't care, right? But demand more. Stand on that. I think that's my first thing. Demand more. If that's what you want, work, work to get that. Work to get it. Whether it's coming out of man's pocket or <laughs> your own, like demand whatever you want and, and get that. Like your aspirations, your goals are not too high for you. Like they're not out of reach. There's no way this girl from 1224 Ryland, Indianapolis. Look, I'm trying to give him a new address. 1224 Ryland, Indianapolis. <laughs> But there's no way, like, I should be in New York living in Manhattan, living in Harlem, going to an Ivy League. Get like, bro, what? Like, I shouldn't be doing this. But I'm here. And I set those expectations for myself. I demanded this for myself, and I worked to get to where I'm at. So, like, demand more. Don't accept less. You don't have to be strong. Rest. That's okay. Rest. Whatever that means. And then share love. Share love to other people because there's not enough of it in the world. And that's how you are that soft girl. It's internally and externally. But when you're at peace and when you're loving yourself, you're not constantly fighting the world. You're not constantly fighting the world. And so find that peace within you because then everything else will flow and be there. Stop fighting the good fight. <laughs> Lead that up to somebody else. That's my key takeaway for today. Those were, those were amazing key takeaways. I definitely agree. Um, you know, what goes around comes around. You got to mm -hmm. give to get, you know? So we hope that y'all learned something from this episode. We hope that y'all can't wait for us to drop another episode. <laughs> we will see y'all soon on another episode of Concrete Rose Podcast with everybody's favorite, Alexis Ariane and Keeks Lolo. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Concrete Rose Podcast. Stream us everywhere leave us some reviews please leave us some reviews i'm not putting out no more episodes until y'all leave us some reviews oh i i'll go okay i'm just kidding